What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, the NASA DART program, as well as NASA's strange <laughs> disinformation, if you will, or, or maybe why they're giving out certain information to the media. And I'll cover that in just a second. So, as we know, you know, NASA seems to be a cover-up for a lot of reasons. They seem to be pulling out, you know, all of these cover stories or putting out media that doesn't really seem to make sense to me personally and probably to a lot of you as well. Um, You know, if you listen to this podcast, you probably believe in aliens, UFOs, and a lot of other paranormal things. The question is... Why is NASA even around, <laughs> honestly? But more to the point, not to, not to get off the deep end, why are they giving us certain pieces of information? For example, the DART program. Why did they give us information about the DART program, the, the program that they just did to, to shoot a satellite, a dead satellite into um, an asteroid? Okay. Why, why would they give us that information? Is that a need-to-know piece of information that the the, the public needs to know? I'll I'll give you more context for that. Okay, so I was speaking with uh, a colleague who came up and and was working with uh, an individual who's going to work for NASA, right? Um, It was his best friend growing up. When he got into the NASA program and got hired on, or was in the hiring process, they said, you know, we like you, we want to hire you, but we don't want you to work on our science program. We don't want, to, we don't want you to work on that. We want you to work on our weapons program. Now, I don't know about you, but I wasn't even aware that NASA had a weapons program. Did you? I don't hear about them going up there with uh, machine guns. Uh, well, although we did have that podcast where they did buy machine guns. Um, but, they, you know, they're not knowingly telling us that they're going up there with rockets, with any weaponry, or anything like that. Now, you could say, well, hang on now, what about the Star Wars program? Well, to our knowledge, to, to their... To what they've disclosed and told the public, there really isn't a Star Wars for it. There's no lasers up there that they've told us about that they can just shoot down and beam down anything, right? So does NASA actually have a weapons program? That's the question. But I'm telling you from a confirmed source that this gentleman was offered a position in their weapons program, and he took it. 
So what do you think about this? It seems very bizarre. It seems almost like they're covering something up. Or at least not fully telling the truth about it. Right? Because if they were, they'd let us know, hey, guess what? We have a weapons program. We are protecting uh, the Earth. Or we are protecting us from at least some source, some, some of these ex external sources of possible asteroids hitting the Earth, etc., etc. Right? So let's get a little bit deeper. How many times have you seen in media that there are asteroids coming towards the Earth? That there are uh, uh, comets headed towards the Earth? And that they almost hit us, but they were just a little bit out of reach, right? Like it was, uh, was 600,000 miles off of Earth's orbit, but it was a near miss. Or we have a comet headed towards the moon. And it was a near miss. Why do we need to know that information? Why are they putting that out there? Especially, and this is the important part, since they're not really telling us that they have any sort of defense program until just now when they're shooting satellites, dead satellites, <laughs> at comets. Now keep in mind, they shot this at a comet that had zero threat to the Earth, right? Why didn't they shoot it at a comet that did have a threat to Earth? There have been plenty of them. They've reported it. They've stated, oh, this is coming towards us. Um, you know, hope it doesn't hit us. How many how many doomsday TikTokers were there out there that were saying, oh, we got this, got this coming towards us. I guess we're, we're done for <laughs> but NASA didn't say, hey, we're going to use this idea that we have, this DART program, to shoot it at. So, my question to you is, do you think that NASA has a weapons program that has maybe more ballistics than uh, this DART program? More, maybe more of a nuclear capability or more of a explosive capability than simply thrusting a dead piece of metal towards a comet that might be hitting us. Do you remember that movie Armageddon, right? Everybody remembers that? Bruce Willis, where they flew up there, implanted a drill down into the thing, into this comet, and then implanted a nuke or two, can't remember what it was. It was at least one, and exploded it. Bruce Willis was the hero, but yet, we're thrusting dead satellites <laughs> at things. It seems so, so insanely ridiculous, given the amount of information that we have about UFOs from government insiders who have actually worked on them, the capability for us to, like, use one, fly up to the comet, drop a nuke in the thing, and be gone. And not to mention the fact that Elon Musk has the boring company, which has tunnel boring equipment which can turn rock into molten glass and in, in, into a tunnel, right? It, it creates a tunnel of glass with its boring capabilities. So my question to you is if Elon has that, the government works with Elon on different projects, why aren't they using that technology? Because they probably are. <laughs>
guys, keep this in mind. They probably are. The government's going to use any and all civilian, private, and military options that they can to hopefully protect us, but honestly just to create more power for themselves, to, to dominate, right? Because that's really the, the military's goal, is to dominate. So what's interesting, too, and I'll bring this up because of specifically NASA, is Carl Wolf's story. Now, Carl Wolf was a sergeant in the Air Force. He was a photo machine mechanic, basically. So, like, the, the photography machines, the machines that used film, um, especially for uh, the lunar and satellite operations where they took pictures, he was a mechanic that would go in and fix these machines. So, one time he was called in, and this is on, he was part of the Disclosure Project. Keep this in mind. If you want to uh, bring him up on YouTube, you can do that. But he was brought in on this project, and this individual was uh, working on some on developing some film in a mosaic pattern. And Carl Wolf was brought into this separate room where this individual was working, and he saw what he was working on. But he didn't really try to pay attention to it. He just saw that he was putting together a mosaic, which looked looked like the moon, with multiple pictures, putting them into like a you know a puzzle, you know. Imagine like four quarters of a puck of a picture being put together. That's what he was doing. So Wolf is trying to go about his business and do his job. Meanwhile, this other guy's breaking protocol, probably because he's lonely and doesn't have anybody to talk to, and he he's alone most of the day. He's like, "Hey, you know, we got bases on the back side of the moon, right?" And he's like, "I got a picture of it right here. You want to see?" And he maybe he thought that. Carl Wolf had clearance because he was allowed to work on the machines. I don't know what the guy was thinking, but Wolf immediately knew he was breaking protocol. Anyway, he did look, uh, and, you know, he saw that there were these mushroom-shaped bases on the backside of the moon, and additionally, he saw that there were aircraft, uh, circular disks that were casting a shadow on the backside of the moon. And some people would say, well, how can you know that they're casting a shadow on the backside of the moon? Isn't it dark? I listen to Pink Floyd. Well, yeah, you did listen to Pink Floyd. But our technology goes above and beyond requiring the sun to cast light on the back of the moon. We have all kinds of infrared and different light spectrum cameras that can take pictures on these orbiters. Okay, so they took these pictures, put it in the mosaic, and voila, you have these bases. Typically, he stated that when he saw these cities, they were buried into the crater, into a crater in the moon. Which is also interesting because so many uh, whistleblowers have talked about the fact that the moon is a humongous base on the inside. So wouldn't it make sense to have bases on the inside of a crater that would be nearer the center of the moon? Anyway, Carl knew he was breaking protocol, rolled out, left. You know? And he stated that, that guy did get in trouble and that guy, uh, he, was, he, he never saw that guy again. Um, but what's interesting is... There's all of these folks that are they're coming out, telling their stories. Additionally, what is interesting, I did a little bit more research into um, NASA uh, and, and their weapons technology. If you look, if you look up NASA and weapons, NASA and guns, you're going to see that that rifle article. But that's it. They don't have a weapons department. They don't have a weapons system. But you know who does? The Department of Energy. The Department of Energy. Many people don't really even know what the Department of Energy does, unless unless you you know you were around back 
when you had to hide under your desk during a nuclear war. The Department of Energy actually has to deal with the creation of nuclear weapons. Okay? Nuclear weapons. And the policy with which energy is distributed through America. Okay? All you got to do is pull up their website. It's pretty fascinating because the Department of Energy is at a lot of these crash sites. So, if you ever have a chance, just pull them up, see what you think, because there's some fascinating stuff on there. Now, back to NASA. See, this episode is really about the, the kind of cover-ups and the secrets that they've been hiding, and one has to just remember that they do a lot of cutouts during these International Space Station viewings, right, on NASA television and space TV and all that. <clears throat> and the interesting thing is they spend... Get this, they spend $22.6 billion on NASA every year. The federal government does. How much is that of our tax dollars? It's 0.4%. So it's half a percent of the overall budget for the United States from the government, the government's expenditures. So it's almost half a percent of total expenditures for the government. Is that a lot? I don't know. Is it significant? It could be. I mean, it's a lot of money. But then think about this. Half of that money, 50%, and this is on NASA's website. You can look it up or you can Google it, whatever you want to do. 50% of that, $11 billion, is spent on the space station alone. The space station has always been a subject to controversy, especially with some whistleblowers stating that there's been like nine-foot-tall aliens that have been seen on the spacecraft by astronauts who've been on the spacecraft okay now that's not the only hidden agenda or hidden stories about the space station the other facts are that there are videos of ufos or supposed ufos flying past people have seen them and they've stated that the iss channel has been turned off that the channel that was watching the iss which is usually like nasa nasa tv or whatever that that is i used to watch it all the time Although it wasn't super fascinating, but it was kind of cool when they gave you like little walkthroughs of the space station and kind of stuff like that. But it was all superficial stuff. They claim that there's not that many cutouts on the television. Um, looking at one of these articles that says, is NASA hiding UFO evidence? Um, and they interviewed, uh, let's see who it is here, Dr. Seth Shostak of the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, SETI, and, uh, and NASA. Okay, so apparently it works for both. I don't know how you can do that, but... Um, oh, and NASA told uh, these interviewers over the phone, they love to look at Pluto, and but every time a camera cuts out, they are convinced that there are aliens and a cover-up involved, so they're kind of mocking us interviewers and researchers. Um, they states that interruptions happen all the time, Dr. Shostak states. Uh, the International Space Station often moves out of range of the tracking and data relay satellites. Interestingly enough, that was one of the satellites that the Challenger was going to deliver when it exploded. So, here we have these government officials or you know, space officials telling us that they could cut out all the time. <laughs> Probably on purpose, uh, especially when there's something interesting coming into scene. So isn't it fascinating that, you know, 
this stuff is happening all the time. Uh, one uh, individual stated that he was listening to the radio signals that were coming in from Neil Armstrong uh, to Houston when they were on the moon. And there was a medical backup radio station and then a, a radio signal and then a, uh, a permanent signal that could be heard publicly. And the public signal went went out but the medical signal continued and a couple individuals picked it up and stated that that neil armstrong himself stated that he was talking about these these aliens and ufo ships that were right near them while they were on the moon so anytime somebody you know comes up with you know saying oh you know there's just all these conspiracy theorists out there they're just making stuff up yes sometimes there may be some incorrect or misinformation or disinformation out there being given to us, but no one can deny that Neil Armstrong, during the 25th anniversary, made a very cryptic statement telling us that if we can peel back the layers of truth, that <laughs> unimaginable technologies can be discovered. Okay? No one can deny that the paper that was held by... Uh, by the Air Force official in Roswell on film was and, and was later uh, scrutinized by our technology stated that there were three uh, three bodies alien bodies and two crash discs nobody can deny that uh, nobody can deny Carl Wolf's statement his testimony stating that he saw our bases and alien bases and cities on the backside of the moon. Nobody can deny that. Nobody can deny that he was part of the Air Force making these claims. You listen, we have human lie detectors within each of us. No, You can tell when somebody's lying, okay? Or at least if they're trying to partially lie, tell a little bit of the truth and tell a little bit of not truth. Look at Carl Wolf's interview. Um, and then and then look at his later interviews. Just put in Carl Wolf, K-A-R-L-W-O-L-F-E. Okay, there's an E at the end, silent. Look up his interviews. Tell me that guy's lying. He's not. Okay, you know, I mean, I don't care if you're, you know, a packer of meat or you're a CIA, uh, you know, interviewer. You don't have to know. You don't have to know intelligence techniques. You don't have to know uh, interview techniques to know that this guy's telling the truth. Okay, you don't have to put a lie detector on him, even though he probably would. So NASA continues to cover up. Even I have encountered a whistleblower personally who has stated that NASA has weapons systems. Okay, so I'm not the only one. There's plenty of people out there that have encountered these individuals. I also know other people who have family members who did work for the government. We don't even know what agency they worked for because they won't even tell us. Okay? Not my personal family, but I do know it, my friend's family, and he won't state anything. He said, I'd take him to my grave. Some people will. Some people want the information out. It's up to that individual, and it's up to us to decide what to believe. So it's up to you to decide what you want to believe as well. Anyway, if you listened to this podcast earlier uh, today, I apologize. It cut out while I was um, out for a walk. 
I don't know why, um, but uh, that's why I'm re-recording this so you guys can have a clean cut. So I hope you, you guys uh, are having a great day, enjoying yourselves, staying healthy, getting out for a walk, um, utilizing your time the best way you know how, taking care of your spiritual health, your emotional health, physical health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Till next time, guys, take care and Lockdown Universe out.